Hello, hello, and welcome to Good Faith Effort. All right, so if you listen to this podcast, you know the thing I love to talk about most is how the values and ideas of the Bible inform quite literally all the greatest conversations in life and society. And this week, of course, folks across the country and across the world, even during this crazy plague-ridden time we live in, are going to be talking about love. St. Valentine's Day. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why would a rabbi care about this? It's certainly not a Jewish holiday, and that's a good point. But guess what the Bible and Jewish tradition more broadly have a ton to say about? Love. So if everyone's going to be talking about it, I want everyone to hear the Bible's perspective. Now, if you're expecting us here at Good Faith Effort to send you chocolates or flowers, you may be out of luck, but we are going to give you a little gift, a little nugget that'll drop in your feed each day where we're going to talk about a different type of love that appears in the Bible, from romantic love to love of family to caring for oneself to religious love. And of course, since we're going to be bringing matters of the soul into popular culture, into modern culture, I'm going to frame each one of these short daily nuggets with some wisdom from the greatest modern philosophers of love. And I refer, of course, to the Beatles. So let's move to one of the Beatles' later hits, one that's not usually identified as a love song, but that nevertheless is one of the greatest love songs they ever wrote, and that is Lady Madonna. Lady Madonna is this incredible Paul McCartney ode to working-class Catholic moms, like his own mom. You know, people who may not have had a loving partner in life, but had children and family and spent literally every second of their lives working and caring and loving to bring up those people in their lives who were the most important things they could possibly have. And so, you know, you think about Lady Madonna, and like I said, it doesn't seem like a love song, but think about the lyrics for a second. You know, Lady Madonna, children at your feet, wonder how you manage to make ends meet. So this is a woman who's working for something. Who finds the money when you pay the rent? Did you think that money was heaven sent? And then it goes through the days of the week, Friday night, Sunday, Monday, see how they run. I mean, every day of the week, this is a person who is, you know, she doesn't have that great romantic love in her life, that puppy love, that love of first sight that we talked about with I saw her standing there. But don't get me wrong. This is a woman who has more love in her life than anyone could possibly imagine. She has family. She has people who are going to carry on her legacy. She has people to pour her values and love into. And isn't that what we all need more of in our lives? I mean, think about it. I mean, right now, how many people do you have in your life who at the drop of a hat, I mean, let's say your car broke down on the side of the road. How many people, no questions asked, would drop everything and come meet you at the side of the road and help you out without asking a single question? How many people like that are there in your life? I mean, don't even count your parents or maybe count your parents. How many people are there in your life who are like that? Three, two, one, maybe nobody. I mean, for most Americans, it's at most one and probably nobody. I mean, that's why family, community, the, the extended family unit, that's why it's so precious. And this is the kind of love we should be thinking about this week as well. Not just romantic puppy love, love at first sight but love of family. And, you know, we talked about Rachel last time and when we talked about I saw her standing there. She was the object of love in that case. But Rachel's love, as it appears in the Bible, not when she's the object of love, but when she's actually giving love, the kind of love that she 
typically symbolizes, embodies, is this kind of love. And it's the most redemptive love that the Hebrew Bible knows of. So, I mean, think about uh, the book of Jeremiah when it talks about the possibility that maybe somehow at the end of days, the people of Israel, the children of Israel, God's, you know, covenantal people could somehow be redeemed and rescued from all the terrible things that they've suffered. So who's the one whose prayer for these scattered lost souls actually works? Is it Abraham? Nope. Moses? Nope. In fact, there's this incredible ancient tradition that portrays all these great figures of Jewish history, Abraham, Moses, Isaac, Jacob, all appearing before God and begging him to rescue the children of Israel, to to redeem them in the end of days. And God doesn't listen to a single one of them until Rachel comes. And you all know that that famous verse from Jeremiah, voice was heard in Ramah. It's Rachel weeping for her children, for they have been lost. And it's only when God encounters that love, not romantic love, not puppy love, but that love of family, the love that holds our communities and societies together, that he finally relents and says, that's a love worth responding to. That's a love worth redeeming a people over. And this week, if we're going to think about love, I think that's the kind of love we should have in mind as well. Not just romance, but the real love that holds us all together. So that's it for today. I'll see you next time. Oh, and before you go, if you like what you heard here, sign up to be notified about my upcoming course on thejoshuaproject.com. All you need to do is sign up for free at thejoshuaproject.com slash love. It's super simple. Again, thejoshuaproject.com slash love. Can't wait to see you there. The Joshua Network is now Soul Shop.